My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast. Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. And welcome to the Oddscast podcast. Dominic DeLeo alongside Joe DeLara, Terry Takes, producer Corey. You guessed it. A very special episode. Oh, thank God. I'm wearing something nice. (laughs) We're back. Terry and I are back. Sorry to everyone who had to listen to Joe's, uh, what are they called? Rambling uh, monologues? I prefer soliloquy. (laughs) No, good job. Good job, though. I'm just just playing around. Um, But we're back, and we got a jam-packed, action-packed episode for you today. I, you know, on Monday, I was anticipating we were going to talk a lot about the Super League, but that seems to have since been dissipated. Um, Protests work, I guess now, huh? Like, what is the story, Terry or producer Corey, both of our resident soccer guys? What was the, you know, from from Sunday night to now Wednesday night, what happened? You had coaches actually quit their jobs over this. That's why that pretty much did it. Uh, I don't really know. It didn't last long enough for me to catch up. <laughs> I, uh, I had a thought that this is actually uh, a bigger problem than just ruining soccer. Um, not since the early 20th century has there been so much nationalism in Europe. And, um, you know, the Super League was excluding a lot of uh, important countries. I don't know, France and Germany, to name two. No, they would have been um, in it. No, there was no French teams, no German teams. Yeah, no, but, but, there were but only they six. were. They were part of the other six that were going to join it, like Bayern Munich. Um, I, I, thought, I thought there was a law in Germany that prevented them from doing it. No, they were going to join it. They didn't fucking care. Anyway, PSG uh, was going to join. This, yeah, we're I mean, Germany. For that, that was not, that was not confirmed. You, they, they thought that that was going to be PSG and, and Bayern. They didn't get invited. But they oh, sorry, already. it lasted for fucking two days. I didn't get around to the invitation. That's like, <laughs> All I'm saying, like, it lost the mail. like getting engaged and then breaking up two days later and then being like, oh, well, I never got the wedding invite. Yeah. <laughs> didn't get around nice to know. <laughs> All I'm trying to say is we are one uh, assassination of an archduke away from uh, a mega European war. And it's been Does a while. We're due, still? you know, I'm sure. I'm sure mm. there are. Well, the Queen of England just died, right? Yeah, what? Prince Philip. What? Come on, she'll never die, you Prince idiot. Philip. No, oh, Prince Philip, sorry. Dude, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Meghan, Meghan, Meghan Markle's <laughs> uncle. Why did you just kill? No, that's not an uncle. Shit, Dom just killed the Queen. They're great. There, there's very little things I could give less fucks about than the great, royal it's, family. It's her grandfather. It's her grandfather. Meghan Markle's grandfather. Yeah. one of my favorite memes i've seen meme museum here um in the last couple days was like it was like oh uh, i guess it was that interview with Meghan markle and what who's she married to prince harry 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 harry's like oh harry's like and it was a interview with oprah and it was like oh yeah uh harry's like adjusting to life in america very well it's like harry's like they're making memes of my dead grandfather (laughs) i lost it when i saw that meme (laughs) One of us. One of us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I care about, you know, Premier League soccer. I think that the Super League, in theory, it made sense in terms of just, like, 
you know, massive revenue consolidation chasing, yeah. and revenue chasing in all industries, not just soccer. But um, it's just a bargaining chip for them to get more revenue on from those other UEFA. They just want to, yeah, the UEFA. They UEFA. just want a uh, UEFA. It's UEFA. 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 It's um, what's the oh, fuck? Uh, there's a word for that. Two uh, vowels to each other. I can't think of it. We, 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 like we. That's, yeah, that's definitely it. But I think it's a bargaining chip so that they can get more of a, a share of the ad revenue derived from like their regular league games. Correct. That's all it is. Correct. And it's like Champions League. Do people really care a lot about Champions League? Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. <laughs> I got four survivor pool entries to prove it. Who won last year? Who won last year's uh, Champions League? Man City. No. Yeah. Ah, see, you you care so much about it. I don't. I care about winning. Okay. Money. All right. Doesn't help. So uh, we're gonna cross the Super League off of our list. I'm sure we'll have some sort of reiteration of this in the next couple years, just because I don't think this this issue is going away. Like, if you're like Real, if you're Barcelona. If you're Man City, like all these teams, especially like a team like PSG, who just like doesn't really, you know, like the the France league, I don't know what they call their their top league, but like they just run through their leagues and there's like no competition. They have enough money, enough revenue to get the best players in the world. And it's like, why wouldn't you want to showcase that on the best stage against the best teams? So such a fucking American. No, I, I, I love the mid tier, like, football leagues like you've seen like how i root in american sports like if a team gets too successful like i don't want to be a fan of them anymore when when have you run into that issue (laughs) the uh the giants in the early 2010s late late 2000 whatever late 00s early 10s you just didn't want to take part in the party it was a good time (laughs) yeah and it's a little more nuanced than that but paying for it now but yeah, I mean, like, I like the the middle of the league teams. West Ham. Give me West Ham. That's what I think my team. At least we don't have to deal with uh, a FIFA fight. Yeah. Give me an update on uh, the U.S. men's That's national cool. team. Uh, they're still – they are, you know, 100 to 1. On DK, still been peppering that. Uh, they're down to 80 to 1 on points bet. It's 66 to 1 on MGM. Qualifying starts later this summer. Um, and the boys are looking primed and ready to go. Daryl Dyke just had a bicycle kick. I think it's DK, but I say Dyke. Is that bad? It might be DK. I really don't know how to say his name. Uh, so we'll hyphenate it Dyke DK. Um, and, uh, so that was cool. He's like, he's essentially Josie Altidore, um, but he scores goals. So that's, you know, as a striker, that's probably a good attribute to have. Um, so that's, I'll just highlight a men's player, uh, each week from here on out. Um, and this week it's Daryl Dyke DK. Okay, I'll I'll throw some actually on them again. I, you talked to me. What were you? You're trying to get up to a thousand dollars in uh, in U.S. Men's National Team futures. 
Yeah, I'm just doing like a recurring buy every two weeks. Just keep, you know, throw a few more dollars, 25, 50 every two weeks. And just, you know, eventually it'll get up to a thousand. I'm in no rush to just throw a thousand on them. Um, but uh, yeah, just keep buying, buying it up. Uh, and so yeah, they're a hundred thousand dollars when they win. Buyers and sellers, buyers and sellers, pimps and whores, pimps and whores. I'll throw another. I, I had 20 bucks on them for a free bet, so this will be my first actual, you know, hard earned capital I'm throwing on them. Ooh, they're down to 80 to one on a points bet. He I Terry just, just I, said that. I just said that. <laughs> I was I looking for the bet. To <laughs> 80 to one on points bet, 66 to one on MG. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thank you, Terry, for Terry's Terry's U.S. Men's National Team corner. We should make that a segment, I guess, when we'll check in periodically on qualifying and just how the player, how the lads are performing um, overseas. But we're going to transition now into a event that we usually make money on. Made made a ton of money on it last year. I'm talking about the NFL draft 2021. This is next week, the NFL draft. And I think we have had discussions internally as a podcast that we're going to do similar to what we did last year um, in just, you know, a full on here's our bets. This is our picks that we're giving out the day of. We'll do that Wednesday night, release it Thursday morning. Thursday, eight o'clock next week, 2021 NFL draft. I wanted to take this time to just touch base to give a little overlook kind of overview of the NFL draft this year. I think some, some things generally we have to look for this year, some trends, you know, obviously storylines top of the draft seems like Trevor Lawrence going number one. He's been going number one since last year. Uh, It seems like the Jets have centered around Zach Wilson out of BYU. And I I don't want to take too much time talking about who you think is going to pan out in the NFL draft because I think Fields is better than Wilson. Um, I've been on the record saying that. And I think that that's a it's a it's it's a bad pick waiting to happen. I think this this Wilson the Jets thing, but it looks like it's going to happen. The draft really starts at three. Fields has been rumored as the pick um, for a while now. And then all of a sudden, Matt Jones came out of nowhere. It looks like Schefter and I think Schrager, maybe another NFL writer has been linked. Uh, has no, been like the other guy. McShay? No, on NFL Network. Oh, uh, Rappaport? No, keep going. I don't know. Either way, two guys have like really they've talked to a lot of teams and the teams are now acting like the 49ers are going to draft Mac Jones quarterback from Alabama at three. So number three overall with the Niners, obviously trading up for the former Miami Dolphins, number three pick, which used to be once upon a time, the Houston Texans pick. Um, Uh Oh man. I I bet they wish they had that pick. So great insight, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> They've talked to teams and teams are acting like, the, you know, they're, they're playing out their drafts as if the Niners are taking Jones. 
Uh, one of my best friends is a 49ers fan. I go to him with all my 49ers look because he's the one following all the, you know, every single beat reporter kind of thing. Only only things you can get on local beats. And he thinks it's going to be fields because the Niners have been um, pretty guarded of their picks in recent years. Like last year, I think they drafted Kinlaw and that was like out of nowhere. And I think that was with their first pick as the number 14. I think it was the Bosa year. Obviously Nick Bosa was the number two overall pick in that draft from the, from the, from the jumps. So they haven't had this high of a pick, but you know, if 29, you know, 31 teams think you're going one way for Schefter and whatever the other guy's name is, it only takes one team to think the other way. And that team could be the 49ers. So what is your thoughts generally on this draft, Terry, and Joe, Terry, you go first. Uh, well, I thought the draft was tomorrow. So pleasant, pleasant surprise to me that it's not <laughs> until next week. I was really wondering why there weren't just like a plethora of last-minute mock drafts today. Uh, it's because it's week away. Um, so I think I'm going to go out of limb. I'm going to say there's going to be four quarterbacks taken. Uh, with the first four picks. So I think it's either wow. going to be the Falcons trading back or the 49ers doing something weird and taking maybe Mac Jones. Well, the Mac Jones pick is not weird right now because that it's is true. I think Mac Jones is still favored. It uh, depends uh, where you look. Well, he was like minus two hundred to a point, and then uh, Justin Fields had his pro- had his pro day, and then he shot up to be the favorite because Shanahan was at the pro day, and then everyone thought it was going to flip back to like Trey Lance after his pro day, but apparently his pro day didn't go too well. So um, it is back now. The number three pick I'm looking on DK Mac Jones is favored minus one fifty, Fields plus one sixty. I mean, I'm kicking myself when. Mac Jones was minus 300 and Fields was like two to one because it makes no sense to me. And I should have just bet on it. Um, but yeah, I think there's going to be four quarterbacks taken there. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins trade back with maybe the Broncos. Um, that's also another possibility. Like you said, the third pick, kind of a, a pivot point, a turning point. Um, and I'm just excited about the four, five, six range because as a Dolphins fan, I want to know, you know, I want a sexy pick. Uh, Panay is cool. I love Panay. You know, I love but this is I, my trench, I, I want my trench picks. What's, what's sexier than a franchise left tackle? Not, not, not that because <laughs> I want either Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase because. Will Fuller isn't going to play a full year. Devontae Parker isn't going to play a full year. Two has got to be able to throw someone. Um, and then also, I think the Lions might take a quarterback. Possibly Trey Lance. You think Dan Man Campbell is taking a quarterback with his first pick, setting the tone for the franchise? I mean, I'm looking at a PFF mock draft right now, and they have him taking Devonta Smith. Do you think Dan Campbell is going to take a 150-pound wide receiver? I'm looking at that same mock draft for right now. Um, I don't like to – so I've heard, Joe, can you confirm that the Giants are in love with Devonta Smith? I have heard that. I have seen him mock to the Giants often. It does seem to be that 
Uh, Giants, Giants are at 11 too. Yeah, it does seem like the Giants want to surround Daniel Jones with a couple more weapons because basically if, you know, they, they signed Kenny Galladay, but if he gets hurt, you're basically looking at the same offense you had last year and uh, where you they clearly needed more weapons. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them take Devonta Smith um, but you know, that's another thing. Do you think fucking FDNY Joe Judge is going to take a 150 pound wide receiver that looks more like a fireman's pole than a wide receiver? FDNY Joe Judge. I think. Well, that's the. They, they keep talking about Gettleman having never traded back out of like the first round uh, in a draft, but I don't know. I feel like if Joe Judge wants to do it, they should let him do it. Trade what? What? Trade back, like move down in the they, first round. Well, so here, here's here's another thing to think about in terms of trades, right? Because you have this year, I think, pretty much the only year in history of the NFL where there are guys who are projected to be top 15 picks who have not played because they opted out for COVID. So you have a lot of, like, uncertainty. You don't have a traditional combine. You don't have the, the typical tools that we've seen teams, you know, go out for. Uh, and be able to just kind of figure out who they're picking. You know, last year they didn't have the combine. That's the same, but you didn't have guys who just didn't play for a full year. Like Panay hasn't played since 2019. Um, I think Micah Parsons from Penn state didn't play. He opted out. There's a couple guys and, and even uh, what's his name? Jamar chase. He didn't play last year. So right. there there's plenty of guys that, you know, I don't know how, how comfortable and confident teams are going to be in their scouting and just kind of where they're going in picks. Obviously, you know, this is a once-in-a-year thing. Teams might just be willing to fire away. But I don't know how likely it is that teams are going to be like, I, I have my guy here because the, the tools to scout these players aren't the same. So – I think everybody would like to trade back, but I don't know if there's a lot of people that are trading up who aren't like the Broncos looking for a quarterback or, um, you know, the Panthers, are they looking for a quarterback anymore? Like they have Darnold. Like, so there there's, unless you're like the Broncos, the Patriots who are kind of in the market for a starting quarterback. I don't know if you go, I don't know if you, you're, you're going to find a trade up partner. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, yeah, it's the Broncos, the Patriots. Uh, Steelers, yeah. maybe? No. We need to groom so. a little bit. I'm talking to like the top 10. No, Ben oh, yeah. will freak out. He freaked out when they drafted Mason Rudolph. Ben will throw a hissy fit. Yeah. yeah. Mason Rudolph was a second round pick. People forget. And he got fucking oh, yeah. mad about that. Um, I, and, oh, right now, love. Love Jalen Waddle over Devonta Smith. Minus 110, 112 on DraftKings. Love it. Well, the, well why do you love it? Because uh, speed kills, Dominic. Look, he was the first wide receiver picked last year. Was Henry Ruggs? Was he the first? Yeah, he was. Yeah, it was, yeah, over, it was. Over Henry Jimmy, Ruggs. Which, is, which was insane. Um, and Jefferson. Um, so uh, I just think people are comparing him to a Tyreek Hill type player. Uh, there's, you didn't see a full year of tape on him, 
So in people's mind, there's potential. Uh, and he was probably, he might've been the best wide receiver on the team two years ago uh, when uh, Jerry Judy was on the team. Uh, so, and Devonta Smith, like I said, weighs 150 pounds. Uh, so I think, I think there's some sex appeal to, to the Jalen Waddle because speed kills. And if the Dolphins do trade back, I could see them taking Jalen Waddle. None of the other receivers are there. Slash tight end, Calpins. I was going to say there's, there's potential here, I think, for, you know, obviously mock draft season, a lot of people's mock drafts start to look the same at the top. And then it just doesn't really play out that way after, you know, the turning point of that, the draft, you know, this year it's the third pick after, um, Lawrence and Wilson last year, it was the three pick with the lions who went Okuda, which a lot of people had, but then the giants kind of threw a curveball into the mix and, and drafted uh, Andrew Thomas. Then it was the two, a Herbert thing. And there were some, you know, players that, you know, Isaiah Simmons was, was potentially tapped as like a top five pick. He fell. I talked a lot about um, before about Javon Kinlaw being like a really um surprising pick Henry Ruggs going over Judy and CD lamb. That was a, a big deal. Um, there was like, you know, people were, were anticipating maybe some, the Raiders, if it was a team to just go based on speed, that was a thing, but th- there's yeah, a lot that was, of, that was me cash that bet. Cash <laughs> what I wanted to say was there are a ton. I mean, a ton of offensive players in the top 10 of this draft. Like I'm, I'm looking at, um, you know, pick a mock draft and you'll be hard pressed to find two defensive players in the top 10. And if you do find a player in the top 10 who is on the defensive side of the football, it's usually like somebody like Patrick Sertain, uh, the cornerback, maybe Micah Parsons um, early on to like the Lions. But I think people are kind of overlooking. I Look, maybe this is what we got to talk out before we, you know, go really dive deep into this mock draft, just NFL draft prop market this week for next week is, are we really buying that the first 10 picks are going to be offensive players? Like is, is the NFL now become like, I understand the quarterback stuff, but like, you know, Pitts, I'm counting him as the receiver. Are there really going to be four receivers, three receivers taken in the top 10? Uh yeah probably. I mean not the top ten. I think one. Of them that was, was the question. Fall, one of them's gonna fall the Giants. Also, I think the Cowboys are gonna take a defensive player. Probably well, that's certain. kind of the thought. That's that's the Sertan landing spot now. Um, it's been the popular landing spot. But like you know, the Lions are so bad that like I don't know if they they go offensive. Uh, I mean, first-year GM. First-year GMs want to make a splash. I think you might as well just pull the trigger on Trey Lance, have him sit a year behind uh, Goff. I think he has two years on his deal. Uh, let him learn a little bit. Uh, and let Man Campbell do his thing. It also buys the GM an extra year, I feel. I think it buys the GM an extra year if he yeah. doesn't draft a quarterback. I think it's the opposite. Oh, no, I'm saying, like, if you know the whole plan is you're going to sit him the whole year? Well, that- I, no, nah, I, I think if it just 
When's the last time a quarterback was drafted in the top ten and sat the whole year? Mm. Uh, Mahomes. He was drafted twelfth. Yeah. Was he? He was not. He was not top ten. That's incredible. Are you sure? I'll look it up right now, but I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure. sure. Let's 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 check it out. Who? Where? How much money you want to put on this? He was tenth. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> Don't test me. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky, number two. <laughs> yep. You know, John Ross was taken above him by the Bengals. Um, but yeah, I. You know, I, I think that a lot of these teams that are looking for a spark, I don't know. Unless you're falling in love with the guy, like you don't, you have to be in love with a quarterback, I feel, to take him top 10. Like you can't be like, oh, like this guy, like I have him on the board, but he's not my franchise guy. Like if you're a first year GM, like you have to have your guy. Uh, I mean, I guess, but their <coughs> franchise quarterbacks are so hard to come by. You might as well just keep taking quarterbacks until you find one. Fair. So, I mean, also, Fair. like, the best players in this draft are offensive players. So, the fact that there could be – the first nine picks could be all offense, not surprising at all. Yeah. All right. Any uh, bets you're really looking at, throwing out there, like, later – picks you know storylines to watch um i think the the wide receiver market could be very interesting because like last year there's a ton of you know top tier offensive talents um on the wide receiver position not one guy that's like loved by everybody you know you talk to a lot of people it's chase talk to some other people with waddle some other people love devonta smith you know position wise like i've seen Maybe Panay dropping behind Rashawn Slater from out of Northwestern, um, which would be interesting, but not out of this world. Any positions you're looking at? Any school markets you like before we uh, end it with some baseball here? Uh, Joe's going to love this one because running backs matter. You do. I'm taking under Najee Harris. 29 and a half minus 110 uh, draft position. Wow. That's Best running back in the draft. I think, you know, a great pass catcher, a great runner, a very, uh, I don't know. Levy, he's a big guy, but kind of, kind of reminds me of uh, a little bit of Levy on bell a little bit. And, you know, someone that has a late, late first round pick the Pittsburgh Steelers think they could upgrade uh, over James Connor. Uh, so I, what do they have? The twenty third pick. So I think uh, Najee Harris under twenty nine. Plus, you know, somebody could always trade back up into the first round to snag him. Um, so yeah, Najee Harris, my guy. I hope the Dolphins draft him. Here's an interesting prop market here for our New York Philly market people. Giants for, uh, first draft pick and Eagles first draft pick 11 and 12 in this draft. Um, both have this, the same player as the lowest odds is Devonta Smith plus 250 for the Giants plus 300 for the Eagles. Wild. Yeah, I could see either of them or I could see the Eagles taking a, a wide receiver. I know Eagles fans that I know were excited to draft uh, Jamar Chase. 
but then they traded back. So also uh, let's go back into the vault of the odds cast and remember when Joe bet no running backs in the first round last year. And (laughs) that was the worst. Clyde Edward Allaire was picked 32nd to end the three hour marathon of sweat. That was such a, that was such a buzzkill. <laughs> That's, that was the worst. The Eagles, Eagles actually. The Eagles saved me though. So it kind of was like, you know. I'm not, I'm not living in the past. If we want to talk Eagles past, we could talk Philly special, but I'm saying if you believe that Devonta Smith's going 11 to the giants, Sertan going 10 to the Cowboys, you have 500 or more odds um, plus 500 or more odds on any player um, not named those two. So like Jalen Waddles plus 500, JC Horns plus 600, Micah Parsons plus 1600 really depends. I think on uh, which of those players is best at rock, paper, scissor. I don't know if you taught, if you saw uh, their head coach, what is Nick Sirianni or the fuck his name is. He's, ridiculous. <laughs> he's talking about how uh, he was playing rock, paper, scissor with the people he was interviewing. Cause he was trying to see their competitiveness. So um, it's, it's really going to be a competition between Sirianni and Dan Campbell, Dan man Campbell between who's the, the dumbest fucking head coach in the NFL is. And I'll tell you, I think some of you guys are wondering like what game we didn't go earth shattering on these games. Right. I played a couple of them at rock, paper, scissors, right? That was as easy as that <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. Let's see how competitive you are. I'm competitive. I'm going to be talking trash to him. Did you talk trash back to me? Right. <laughs> Um, Jeopardy. There's different ways to do it. It looks a lot of different ways, but our coaches got so creative with this. Like Jeff Stoutland, uh, Brian Johnson, like they, they did just such Aaron Moorhead. They all did a great job, right? Uh, Tracy Rocker, Jeremiah Washburn, they all did a great job of just figuring out how to compete because everyone's compete looks a little different. Like if I, I get up there, I play them rock, paper, scissors. They got a little more creative than I did at times. So it was awesome though, because it did anything you compete at when you compete with somebody that's competitive they're going to go at you no matter what no matter what game you're playing let's hey, you can play rock paper scissors when we get in in person together all right that would be great okay uh reuben frank and then chris frank yeah he's had some pretty bad press conferences lately <laughs> i don't know who's worse him or pelosi <laughs> So yeah, next next week we're going to dive full on into the NFL draft. I, I still think it's a little early because there there are reports that could come out, you know, two days from now that completely change your whole mindset. So I know there's a lot of people out there who bet the NFL draft market who like to bet it early. I'm not one of those people because I think the more information you have, the better. And I think it's really hard unless you are trading with uh insider information and uh you know yeah sec beware but i think that it's it's much better to wait two or three days before and kind of then see what the lay of the land is because there could be trades you know the the falcons could make a decision you know tomorrow to to trade out if they are like okay we're going with matt ryan the patriots just gave us a king's ransom for the four pick we're going to trade it so you know no way no way. Uh, the, Broncos. Fit one, whatever team. Wait, no. There. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. If the 49ers um, take Mac Jones and Justin Fields is sitting there for the Falcons to take, everyone in that organ- organization should be locked up 
for the rest of their lives because no player in this draft would look fucking cooler in the all-black <laughs> uniforms than Justin Fields. I agree. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not. It, it kind of feels like he, he could be – like he looks like – he feels like a falcon. Like I feels like, like – yeah. I agree. A thick mountain of a man. <laughs> not some like old-ass fl- – not flimsy, but just like slow Matt Ryan. Just always yeah. like – Yeah. Yeah, it always is weird. Like you just think – like the jerseys just kind of scream fast – like they're modern. Um, yeah. And, and they just look like they're running four, four forties, all of them, even the linemen. So I agree. I, I think that, but, but again, I, I like to wait a couple days before. So, you know, our, our podcast is going to be a much, a must listen to next week because like I said, we're, we're pretty good at doing this and. Jeez, dude. A lot of pressure. I have no, you know, it is what it is. We killed the NBA draft too. Yeah, we crushed NBA draft. Yeah, next week's a must listen, so you can turn this off now. <laughs> All right. So again, yeah, just just don't 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 blow your load. Don't bet your whole bankroll on NFL draft props because you look at these big numbers. Wait a Why little not? bit. I'm telling you, wait. I'm telling you, wait. Wait until next week at least. Yeah, mm, I'm bad at waiting. I know you are. Um. All right. Like MLB. MLB will, uh, and then to take us out, um, we'll do a little pods and recs. Joe, I would like an apology um, on the it Red Sox. April. Yeah, I would like an apologize. It is April. Apologize. Apologize. No. Apologize. Absolutely not. Apologize. We're going to cancel you. We're going to cancel you. Do it. Cancel. Retract. Retract your statement. Cancel. No, it's April. I'm boycotting Sir. Delara. I absolutely refuse to retract. It is April. <laughs> All right. You feel good about those Yankees? Uh, I want them to fire everybody. That's that's not feeling good. That's no, odd. it's uh, it's like frustrating um, watching the whoever, whichever fucking Steinbrenner is, Hal or Hank, run this team because isn't one of them dead? No, well the father's dead. Isn't one of the brothers dead? I don't know. Some fan you are. I don't know. I'm not a fan of the ownership. They're just frustrating, just overall. Like, watching these games is brutal. Like, they just don't even hit the ball, and they go – I like, and I get it as a stats guy and, like, sabermetrics guy. It's like, oh, yeah, like, home runs, yada, yada, yada. They said strikeouts don't matter. But, like, they are fucking awful to watch. So, <laughs> like, not having, not having a good time watching them play baseball. Um, just because it's so like unattractive to watch the style that they're playing, even though like I get it, like what what they're trying to do, but I hate watching Aaron Hicks and his fucking 170 batting average at a three hole. Um, drives me nuts. But it's April. Uh, yeah, uh, Hank, Hank Steinbrenner died. So great job by you. Yeah, well, he's not doing a good job running the team either. Then. So well, it's how it's how how, it's, how runs it. <laughs> Terry, I don't know about you, but I'm going to miss the DH, uh, the no DH. I'm going to miss pitchers hitting. Uh, yeah. Growing up as a Braves fan watching uh, Greg Maddox and Tom Glavin rake and hit the long ball. I mean, it is going to be sad. Uh, the Braves team right now isn't really built. Ozuna can't play left field really. He has no arm. So uh, I'm looking forward to the DH. 
but uh, no one can bunt anymore. Not to yeah. sound like an old guy yelling at a cloud, but no one can bunt. Nobody plays the fundamentals anymore. <laughs> it's, it's just like absurd. Yeah, yeah, like nobody bunts. It, it, it's especially like weird with the new. I, I hate the second the guy starting the second base in extra innings. I absolutely hate it. Like, why do you hate it? Great for overs. It's good for overs, but it just feels like cheap, uh, especially just because it's in the tenth inning. Like it's so early. Like if it was in like the twelfth or something like that, I'm like, all right, like, I get it. Uh, like you kind of like college break. football overtime going for two. Yeah, like at some at some point do it, but like it's so fucking early. Like I don't know. I, I just I'm not really a fan. I like the seven inning double headers. Seven inning double headers I'm in for. Um don't like the runner on second. And then they just do this continued conversation about how uh bunting the guy over doesn't help you win the game. It's like a percentage play, but like I feel like there's not enough data on it because nobody bunts. Nah, there's math. <laughs> what are, do you have any bets? What what kind of bets should I be making on baseball right now? Tonight? No. Yeah, tonight. Um, you know the ones that win, and you'll sound like a genius tomorrow. Tomorrow? Let me. Look, I'll look at tomorrow. No, I meant for like futures. God oh. damn it. Um. Well, I'm not. I'm a little disappointed because Juan Soto is now hurt. Uh, so that sucks in terms of his uh, MVP uh, odds. But, um, I mean, Acuna is the favorite now. He's 3-1, basically. Yeah, put him in the Hall of Fame, baby. An NL MVP. I, I, I think it's a little early for futures. I mean. To put him in the Hall of Fame? That too. But I haven't really seen anything uh, – I haven't seen a lot. The only, the one team that does that is a little interesting is the Phillies. Um, I don't think that they're good. Like their pitching, I don't think is very good. But their bats, they fucking mash. So they, they have uh, a good they have a good lineup. Yeah, like, like, like they're good. Like I like I don't know. I'm not really sure what their odds are to make the playoffs, but um, I think they definitely have an opportunity to do so. I I'm looking. I just found out the Mets are now. Eight to one, nine to one to win the World Series. Fuck. What? Were they twelve to one? They're twelve, ten to one. Yeah. They still have issues, but um, they, issues. they can't. They can't hit like <laughs> it's. Lindor's been god awful. Um, Fire him. The Nationals are bad. Yeah. No. I. I mean. I know this is wide open to me. Like I, the Phillies. If they make a deadline deal for a starter, like they could be contenders because just because, like I said, their lineup is so deep if they stay healthy. Um, the Marlins are always pesky every year, I say it, and they're always around 500 and flirting with a, a playoff spot come come late July, August. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Twins being in last is surprising as well. The Twins and the Yankees both being uh, six and 11, six and 10, respectively, is surprising. Um, just considering where they were last year. And then what happened to the Oakland A's? Like they were like 0 6 or something like that. They won 11 11 games in a row. Yeah. They won today. They were losing, or they won, or so yesterday, but they were losing 12 to 10 in extra innings and then walked it off. Like fucking runner on second. 
You know, this is this is how this is like Moneyball movie. You know, yeah. Philip yeah. Baines just driving around because he can't watch one nineteen. Yeah. Basically, every team that was like in first last year is in last in the American <laughs> League. <laughs> Gotta love the payroll. As 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 someone near and dear to me has said, it's it's April. Yeah. So it's you. It is. But it is. then you followed that up by saying you want to fire everyone. So it's April. <laughs> I, I want Don't to fire everybody. But but the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers are on pace. The Dodgers are on pace to win 126 games. So there's right. also that. Yeah, I at the end of the year, like I said in our preview podcast, like the Dodgers are just gonna like they're gonna win the World Series so again. <laughs> like it's insane. Just like, Tweet tweet me next year when someone hits an, a home run on opening day. Yeah, oh, it does. Hit 162 home runs. It does suck that uh, Denelson Lamette, he was a pitcher on the Padres, just absolutely filthy stuff. But last year, I think, like right before the postseason, he had forearm tightness and then elected to not get surgery and got like some like platelet therapy or whatever. And then uh, in Germany, the Kobe treatment. The I'm not Kobe sure. I'm not sure what he got, but he, uh, he either way he elected for to not get surgery. And then today he made his first start and then got pulled in the second inning for the same injury. Mm. So uh, unfortunate for the Padres, uh, unfortunate for people rooting against the Dodgers, unfortunate for him as well, because might be out for the rest of the season. Heart goes out to Petco Park. All right, let's uh, bring it on for Paz and Rex. Close it out. Producer Corey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Are you excited for uh, the new map in Call of Duty? Yeah, I realized I haven't had my Xbox on all day, so it didn't download. Uh, that should be a blast. But, yeah, I'm excited. You idiot. I'm an idiot. You sound excited. It's really pulsing through. The Here's the thing. You know it's going to suck. That's that's pretty much all I got to say about that. They really love to drop the ball when it comes to big things like this. Anyway, not what I'm recommending. I'm recommending How about some Operation optimism? Varsity maybe, Blues. Maybe recommend some optimism. Recommend? No. Give me an Oscars bet, Corey. Give me a smile. I didn't finish watching all the fucking movies. You know, uh, your partner in crime. Is, you don't literally smile. have one job, you don't Corey. Smile enough. You don't smile enough. That's is this, your is this, Am I doing it? Am I smiling? Maybe if you smile, people would like you more. God. What's um? What's her? To work with Terry. What's uh? What's your favorite um? Oscar movie right now? Like what? What is your like best picture kind of thing? All these odds suck. Too. I don't even know. Honestly, nothing blew me away. It was a very shitty year. No man land. No man. Uh, no man's land was no, no man's land. No, no man's land. I can't. I got World War One on the brain today. Uh, Nomad Land was probably the best one I saw. Um, and that's not saying much. It was good. It wasn't like oh god. Like yeah, Hulu keeps suggesting it to me, but I haven't. Last watched year it. was so is much that better. An orgasm. Yeah, it, I like to orgasm, and that's how I know that's going to be a winner hmm. after watching a movie. Hmm. Um, it's like you know. You it's like reading tea leaves. The movie? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if I it, liked I liked Minari. Eh, I get it, but it was like a snooze fest. Uh, I get I it. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna recommend you a better movie. It's kind of a documentary with some scenes played out with actors, uh, based on 
actual it's Operation Varsity Blues, the college admission scandal. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I had low expectations going in. Maybe that's why I thought it was so good. But it was probably better than half the movies nominated for Oscars this year. And I had a fair bit of like actual. Um, I don't know. It's weird. It's it's not necessary. Like they have some interviews with some people who were involved, but they have scenes played out uh, based on the wiretapping that the FBI had. So they just reenact it, and it's actually really good. Um, it's a lot more uh, fucked up than I thought too. It's a little it's a little convoluted. So this is probably a a good medium for it. Uh, keep the people interested. Um, Give the people I also just don't want. know why William H. Macy like got off scot-free. I love the guy, so I'm a big Frank uh, Frank Gallagher fan. But he seemed to have gotten away like with zero like hits to his credibility, his person, nothing. Everybody Did else took do anything. I thought it was all. Lowly. I don't know. I don't. Apparently, they never got him on the phone recorded, so he's probably fine. Yeah, because William H. Macy knows what he's doing. Smart man. Um, cool, cool. I'm gonna recommend uh, MLB The Show 21. Oh, you scooped? Yeah, it's like the best sports game I've ever played. Wow, what's what's different about this year's than last year's? It's I just so play it. it's so yeah. Well, so it's on Xbox. Um, oh. first time ever but that's not why it's just like the the actual like game mechanics it's so smooth like and like playing online like it's so well done that like there's no like gimmicky shit there's no like drugs only bro cheese ball stuff like it's it's fun um the only like thing i will say is like the the whole microtransactions push is very real with this game just because of diamond dynasty and like everything's kind of centered around that but what is that so diamond dynasty yeah you have a team of like yeah you run your own team you create your own team very customizable ballpark everything um but it's like a mix between like trading cards like tops has like partnerships with them um Mm. but you basically open like there's a couple leagues you can do. You can play online, like a bunch of game modes you can do to gain like basically dollars, which are called stubs in this game. And you can buy packs and you get chances at like, you know, unboxing packs that give you better players and just all that stuff. And there's like, you yeah. know, there's like throwback players involved. So like right now do you play games with them. Yeah. Yeah. Like you play wow. games against other people who have it's not like arts. sims right no you play like actual okay. games so like i have there's like historical players in there too like i have greg maddox as one of my starters nice. i actually have a lot of breaks i have i have maddox as my fourth starter i have freddie freeman as my number three fourth hitter. starter jeez wow jeez well, it's like it's like Maddox is like it might be his rookie card, so it's not like on the Cubs. Hmm. So um, wait, so you yeah. can, can you can you make you can you make your own team? So like you can pick anywhere in the country to put them. Can you wait? Can you name them anything you want? Yes. So I can make the Tuscaloosa Taints. Yes. Okay. And then you can I'm like look up, you might, you could look up like people who make, you can make your own taint logo. Okay. 
and like the logo will be, see, be on i don't i don't really know like it's really hard but like you might i'll, I'll look for you tonight i'll okay, search and see you. if i search if anybody's seen me anybody has has anybody has ever made a taint logo terry's tuscaloosa taints yeah i love it I would oh like yeah no tickets, it's please. it's it's fun it's fun it's a little addicting but it's fun but I like the actual game mechanics. Very cool. Highly recommend. And you can put your own the game, dude. I'm I'm addicted to this fucking fishing simulator, and I've been fishing this whole time. Just sitting here with my fo- fucking like rod in the water. Hmm. Haven't well, caught a thing. It's just like real life. Thing, dude. No, I haven't gotten burned once. No bites. No bites. That's unfortunately realistic. Oh, so I at least like you're having fun, bites. Dom. Do you have a Do you have a permit? Do you have your license? Yes, you have to buy permits for every place you go to in this fucking game. Microtransactions. Wow. wow no, that's no, not like for prepare, That's preparing you for real life. Yeah, you have to catch fish to make money, and then uh, there's only one place you're allowed to go to without a license and <laughs> everything else. There's travel costs and licensing you have to get for every fucking place you go. What the hell? Dude, this is not a game. That's just is it competitions. Are these competitions? You, yeah, there are competitions you can sign up for. Bassmasters? Um, yeah, you can. There's like bass tournaments and stuff with wow. prize money. Have you thought about just going fishing? I, dude, I can't walk. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he's paralyzed. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm sorry for your loss there. It's okay. Surgery coming. I'll, uh, we're going to get you an odd cast jersey and, uh, put (laughs) and bring the flowers out and, you know, say thoughts and prayers. Wait, is the Oscars this weekend? Yeah. Yeah, Sunday. Who cares? Uh, There's actually only like, I was just looking at DraftKings and there's only like, two or three bets where there's a favorite under like minus or like under like minus 200. Yeah. Minari and Nomad Land are going to sweep it. That's it. There's no war movies that are going to get like sound editing and engineering and all that bullshit. So yeah, this is a kind of shitty year. Oh, all right. Uh, Terry Joe. Um, I'm going to recommend uh, stretching. Um, so I've been, I bought some, uh, I bought some bands. Yeah. Okay. Does, does a line stretch before it takes down a gazelle, Joe? I don't know. They might, they might, I'm not sure. They might stretch a little bit, Go ahead. but, um, I've been working on, uh, doing some stretching to try to open up my chest a little bit more and, uh, keep me a little bit limber. Um, you know, we're getting up there in age and I think that stretching is important, helps you work on some of the, uh, the other muscle fibers that you've got in your body and make sure that you're not, you know, if you go to the gym and you're just so used to like working on the same range of motion, uh, keeps you young, keeps the, keeps the joints lubed up. So stretching. I feel like this is a personal attack. Yeah. Is that, are you sure the chest tightness isn't COVID? No, I'm vaccinated, and I actually just got a test that said I was negative. For so, what? Hepatitis? Oh. Might be the asthma, though. <laughs> yeah, that might be the chest tightness. <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. What am I going to – I'll recommend Coronalite. It's been a year since quarantine started, and my affinity for – Corona light has grown. Uh, went to, went through some dark times as a country, as a podcast. Haven't been together and recorded in person in some time. 
And, you know, I would love, just love to enjoy a Corona light with you guys in person one day again. That'd be wonderful. I mean, we, we could. could, we could make that happen. Yeah. It's, I'm, it's been so long. I just got Maybe. my second shot yesterday. Let's go. How do you feel? We're so close. I'm, uh, I think I'm in the clear now. It was, it was a rough like 12 hours midday today. Yeah. That's how mine was similar time frame, I think. But yeah, go science, go Corona light, <laughs> go science, Corona go Corona light. light. All right. That's it for this week's podcast. The Oddscast podcast, Dominic DeLeo alongside Joe DeLara, Terry Takes, producer Corey. Next week, NFL Draft 2021, Prop City. We will have all of our picks, all of our projections. We're going to make some money next week. But in the meantime, Joe DeLara is writing for Action Network. Check out his articles. We're tweeting out some picks here and there. Stay tuned for Terry Takes. If anytime he talks about golf, fucking Stuart Sink, congratulations. Uh, that was a great hit. Thank you, Terry. Oh, uh, yeah. I never tweeted it out. I put it in our very exclusive Discord group, uh, but forgot to tweet it out. So I really missed out on all that clout. So, yeah, uh, if you want to also an invite to our very it's exclusive Discord where you'll get those kind of bets, uh, DM, I guess, or ask us. Yeah, DMs. Unless send you're annoying, a, then we'll kick your ass out. Send us a picture of your feet. Ooh. Nice. Hope you got all some right. great knuckles. On that note, see you next week. God bless. Let's go, Knicks. How many people here here ever woke up one morning and just decided it wasn't one of those days and you're going to break some shit? I came into this world as a reject. Look into these eyes, then you'll see the size of the flames. Dwelling on the past, it's burning on my brain. Everyone that burns has to learn from the pain. Hey, I think about the day. My girlie ran away with my pain. When fellas came to... Now she's stuck with my homies that she put it up And I'm just a f***er with a lump in my throat Like a chunk, like a chunk, like a chunk Like a chunk, like a chunk, like a chunk, like a chunk Should I be feeling bad? Should I be feeling good? It's kinda sad, I'm the laughing stock of the neighborhood And you would think that I'd be moving on But I'm a f***er like I said, f*** up in the head And maybe she just made a mistake And I should give her a break my heart will ache either way What the hell would you want me to say? I won't lie, that I can't deny I did it all for the nookie Come on, the nookie Come on, so you can take that cookie Like a chunk, 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 like a ch